I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What was it like being being a woman in an industry traditionally dominated by men? <laughs> um, well, to tell you the truth, it was a challenge. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the latest episode of The Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Cy Wilmore. We're now into the third series of the podcast and we're changing tack slightly. This series will continue speaking to the freelance writers and photographers who've helped us create Journey Magazine, but we'll also be talking to travel pioneers trailblazers and thought leaders who are pushing the envelope in the travel industry. As such, today I'm speaking with Florence Cajiso, a guide with Desert and Delta Safaris. Florence joined the team at the Chobe Game Lodge in 2007 and was therefore the first ever female guide in Botswana. Florence, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I hope you're doing well today. Thank you for having me with you this afternoon. Um, well, it's afternoon here in Botswana. So we're very, very happy to be talking to you and we more than welcome. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm going to try and pronounce it in, in, in local language. Kela Bohama. Is that about right? That is right. That is Fantastic. really right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, yes. Florence, Flo, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you came from, where you grew up and how you got into the travel industry. I was born and raised in the Okavango Delta, which is about, the area is about 270 kilometers away from Mount into the Okavango Delta. I was born in a village called Gumar, which is really closer into the, the, the wilderness. So growing up in an area like that, um, that actually had um, helped me to be who I am today. So in that area, you would expect to come across wild animals at any time. So as a young kid growing in that area during the, 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 the weekends, we'll go into our fields, you know, we'll go into our farming areas. So heading into those areas, we'll come across all the wild animals that you can think of. So growing in that area, um, 
helped me to be like what I am today because I would learn how to live with those animals at an early stage, what to do when you come across them and what to do when you see them at a distance. So yes, like any other kid, I have to go through my school up until I finish my high school. Sure. So here I am today coming from that rural area. And yes, it was a wonderful um, start. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit about the animals. What kind of animals would you see on a regular basis and, and you would interact with? Okay, um, we're talking about big animals like elephants. We're sure. talking about sure. animals like wild beasts, buffaloes and zebras. So those are the animals who come across. You know, you would go into the bushes and you hear some, some of them breaking the branches out there and you will have wow. to you know, learn on what to do. If you hear any sound, whenever you're out there, we always have to be aware of what is happening around, around you. So listen, use all your senses. So you can smell if they are around, you can hear them when they're in walking through the bushes. So yeah, those are the animals we've come across like on a daily basis. Fantastic. So you've obviously had a, a, you know, right from a very, very young age, you've been in nature, you've been with the animals, you've been interacting I guess almost operating as a as a guide kind of as a child that was always in your blood I think it's fair to say let's talk a little bit about kind of your your days as a, as a young adult what were your first jobs in the industry were you always kind of interacting with the animals and the wildlife from the early stage as soon as I finished my high school um I I went to like I went into a, a city where it was completely different from where I, where I grew up. Sure. So I went in there and I was doing fashion designing. And oh, wow. um, yeah, I did that, but because one of my, my, my sibling or my brother was like, okay, this is what you can do. Mm -hmm. But looking at the fact that I was coming from a rural area, that had a little bit of a challenge for me. Well, I did that and in my mind, I knew there was something else that I needed to do. So finishing up everything that I was doing, I went straight back to the village. And when I was there, that's when I actually found like a very small piece of magazine where they were actually advertising, looking for guys. Wow. And uh, that was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I just want to see how far I can go with this. So that advert was like uh, life changing in my life. So I applied and I was taken in and that's how I went into tourism. So I did my training with the Botswana Wildlife Training Institute. And um, as soon as I finished my training, I went into now coming completely away from Mao into the Chobe area. Mm -hmm. That's where I did my internship. I did my internship with one of the lodges out there. And that's where everything was like open up. I would understand what a guide should be, what a guide should be doing on a daily basis. So after finishing my, my, my internship with that um, other lodge, I wanted to do both um, activities because the area that I was doing my internship, they were actually only offering both activities, not game driving. So I wanted to do both. So that's when I joined the Chobe Game Lodge because that was the lodge that was offering um, boat crews and game drives. So that's how it started. And since I was with them, that was like, my life was changing because of that. That's amazing. So, so you're starting to kind of find your way in, uh, in the industry as a guide, you're starting to get jobs. But of course, as we know, you were the, the first in the country to do this as, as a lady. Um, what was it like being, being a woman in an industry traditionally dominated by men? 
Um, well, to tell you the truth, it was a challenge. I'm sure I can but, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone you come across or everyone you meet, they will tell you that, you know what, um, we, we can see you have that ambition to do mm -hmm. the guiding and everything, but you are a lady, remember that. Mm -hmm. So they will explain how difficult guiding is they will explain how are uh, you going to spend like the whole day out there in the fields and a lady cannot do that um i like the fact that i i i, I really um have faith in myself i really coming from where i was coming as a young child i had more information on the environment or the wildlife area so the more the way discouraging me not to do the guiding i was like every day i am going to do this and i'm going to do it much much better so i had lots and lots of encouragement from my friends from my uh, other encounter parts but i was always telling them that i am going to do guiding and definitely I will do this. So it was difficult. Someone will tell you there are a lot of opportunities in the offices. Just go there, find something. You, you as a lady, you cannot change a tire. Imagine if you have like a flat tire out there. What are you going sure. to do? And uh, you know all those things. Imagine when you you have kids. Imagine when you're out there and you spend the whole day raining. A woman cannot handle that. But all those. Um, suggestions they were giving me more power to do guiding and i was like yes this is what i'm going to do so i went through all those things and here i am today fantastic so every time somebody told you no that just made your ambition even stronger right that's affirmative yes, yes <laughs> fantastic yes. Uh, and so yeah. and as you say here we are today you're working as a guide not only uh in a, in a you know, a company Desert and Deltas, which is quite well known for empowerment and female empowerment in particular, mm -hmm. but you're working, uh, you know, as a guide, uh, maybe 20 years ago, this might be unheard of for a female to be working in this industry, but you now are a full-time guide and it's a wonderful story to hear. Um, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about your kind of your day-to-day -day life as a guide, where you might go, you know, whom you might talk to and what you might see. Mm -hmm. Okay, as a guide, um, waking up, you know that um, you have a purpose, you have everything in your hands. Mm -hmm. You're thinking, let's say you have your guest with you. Okay, before I can even wake up today, I'll have to think of what tomorrow is going to bring. Okay, I do have some guests with me. And most of the time I'll have, I will ask them, what are their expectations? And I will work on that. So before we can go out, before I can meet them, I know I have a root plan for them. So as soon as I meet them, I know where to go and what to see out there. Normally we wake up like something like 4.30 a.m. in the morning, prepare yourself and make sure that you, your vehicle or your boat is well uh, prepared. Then you get your guests with you. You're having breakfast with them and then off you go. As soon as you go out, you know nature is out there. It's actually a very big book that is in front of you and you have to read each and every sentence that you see out there in the wild to your guest so you have responsibility of taking care of your guest they need to see the animals some would need to see Birds. Others would, you know, try to learn about the, the 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 vegetation, the soil. So all those things, you always have to to see how you, you you plan so that everyone is on the right page. So going out every morning, you know, okay, I'm going out at around six o'clock or five thirty. 
coming back, we're coming back at around 8.30, they come back to have their breakfast. But for them to come back with a happy face, you actually need to read their needs. You have to make sure that you're out there, you give them what they want. It's nature, you always go out, you never know what to see, but interpreting each and every single sentence or every single thing that you come across on your way, that's what will make them happy. We will come back like for breakfast and then we'll normally have a siesta in between or a break in between. And then we'll have a normal boat cruise, which will start normally at 11 o'clock, coming back at 12.30. Normally on the boat, we're looking for any water activities or water animals, water birds, you know, anything that can come around. And as soon as you come back, they will have their normal lunch. You have your normal lunch afternoon activity comes. So normally in a day you have like three activities. So all these activities depend on you as a guide. You know what you should do. You have to interlink the three activities. Let's say maybe earlier in the morning you have come across maybe a dung beetle, let's say. You, mm -hmm. you come across a dung beetle just lying down. In the afternoon, you might come across the same dung beetle now rolling the ball because the elephants have come across down to the river. They left their dung on the ground. Mm -hmm. Now the beetle is active. So those things, you have to interlink all the relationship that is happening in between. So that's a life of a guide. You are out there and you have to read the, this big book. This is nature in front of Fantastic. you. You have to read each and every single um, sentence out there, interpreting that to your guest. So somebody like myself who doesn't obviously understand the the way of, of a guide and the, the way that yeah. a guide goes about, I would just look at that and go, oh, that's some poo on the floor. But of course, that's uh, there's a lot more to be told, right? It's a lot more of, a, as you say, a story to be interpreted. Yes, that is affirmative. So our guests coming in here, they're always in our hands. And it is us to make them understand what is happening in the wild, what is happening in the environment. So it's it's like uh, interpretation. You're not just taking people around. You're interpreting interpreting the land. You're seeing what's going on. You get a feel. I guess you get this feeling maybe from when you were a child of of what's going on around you, and you can help other people to understand. Does that sound about right? That is uh, that is right. That is actually what is happening. Okay, because like you just said. We have different people coming from different countries. You know, some of them will come with little knowledge, some with more knowledge, but you, you as the guide, you are there to interpret what is happening. And at the end of the day, you always have to remember you are representing two things. The company you're working for, you are their representative. Mm -hmm. Our managers and everybody is not there, but it's you as a guide with maybe eight guests behind you. You have to represent the company at the same time you're representing the country that you're coming from so all this you sitting there as an ambassador of your company in your country that's fantastic i mean actually it's well known in fact that you love your your native botswana you're very proud botswana and, and you love the country where you live um but many people of course listening may never have been to Botswana they may not know anything about it to be honest so perhaps you could share some tips some insights what makes the country so special is it the creatures is it the you know the landscape is it the people is it all of the above presumably yes well it's it's all of the above <laughs> it's all of the above Fantastic. the people of Botswana they're so friendly <laughs> we all here you come with just a typical example you come with your guests 
You're going maybe just to show them in the village. Everyone will be just waiting there to explain and to say hi to your guests. <laughs> Amazing. You know, the nature that we have, it's always welcoming. You, we all hear everything, Botswana, the nature that we have, the all bring that peace. And as soon as someone touched the ground of Botswana, definitely they will feel that peace and welcome. Fantastic. It seems a little bit ironic that as you were saying peace, a car has just driven past in the background, but it's obviously a, a fantastic, a, a wonderful country. Kav, our founding editor, of course, was out uh, in Botswana recently and he said it was mm -hmm. absolutely phenomenal experience. But perhaps yeah, you could yeah. share a little bit, you know, for, for the people who are learning, learning about yourself, Flo, and learning about Botswana. I mean, one of the one of the main reasons to go, let's be frank, one of the main reasons to go is, is for safaris, to see the creatures, yes. to see the wildlife. Yes. Perhaps you can kind of elaborate on on what we might expect to see if we were out on a game drive. Okay, um, we'll take you into the Chobe National Park, one of the parks that is very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. Getting that national park, the elephants will welcome you. That is the area which holds like the whole, I would say, half of the population of elephants that you can think of in wow. Africa. Wow. They are here in the Chobe National Park. You come into that area, they will welcome you. They saw, there's so many of them. And at the same time, um, they, they, they have that kind of relationship with the humans that are living in that area. So there's so many of them, lots of buffaloes that you definitely see in the area because this place, it's quite big. It's about 11,700 square kilometers. And inside them, you can think of any other species of animals that we find. It's quite huge. And the area can actually um, hold that amount of animals. Because of the vegetation, because of the soil type, that can actually sustain the whole population of those animals that you can find in that area. So Chobe on its own, it's a place of elephants. Fantastic. You go into the Okavango Delta, you're talking about the, the, the peace and the tranquility that you can find in that area. You go out there, you are like, you are on your own, you are on your own continent. Sometimes, for example, if you have maybe two guests, because that is possible, you can have two guests in camp. You can imagine they have everything in private. You take them in a private vehicle, going out there to see the animals on their own, you know, taking them on their private Mukoro activity, taking them on a private boat cruise. So there's a lot of peace in all these parts. In each and every park, you have different animals that you can expect. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's fantastic. Uh, one of the words you just said there, Flo, was, was sustain. And I think sustainability is obviously a, a key. Well, it's a, it's a touchstone matter throughout the travel industry at the moment. But Lord knows mm. it's very, very important for Desert and Delta. I mean, sustainability or, or social sustainability is a word we, we hear a, a lot about nowadays. And that includes things like community empowerment. Uh, and Lord knows Desert and Delta safaris have, have been key to kind of helping the local empowerment of people, the local community empowerment, whatever you like to call it. Uh, indeed, mm -hmm. 2022 marks the 40th anniversary of Desert and Delta safaris. Uh, and to commemorate the occasion, the company has published a book called The People of Botswana Through Tourism, Our Journey Together. And as we say, this book is very much a celebration of empowerment of local people in the country, particularly of female empowerment. And indeed, the book's introduction is given by Africa's youngest ever female minister in the Botswana government, Bogolo mm -hmm. Kenawendo. And yes. perhaps, perhaps you could share some experiences of, of working in a company like Desert and Delta and how you think it's, it's helping to empower local people and to help local wildlife. Okay, um, working for Desert and Delta, it's actually a privilege. Wow. I always say to like my younger um, youngsters, whoever mm. I meet, you know, everyone will be like waving at you and say, hi, we have heard <laughs> about you. And I'll tell them that, you know what, um, working for this company that I'm working for, it's actually a privilege wow. because what they do, they understand what a human being um, has to be treated. Okay, where we are, our company is actually trying by all means to give back to the community. The areas where our camps and lodges are, there are some communities around in those areas. Those people, those are their, their land. They have been there before we come with our camps and everything. So those people, they also have to benefit from those camps. They have children. They are children. They will go out, do their schooling, and some will go as far as universities. Some will go as far as um, going into the institute. And when they come back, they have those qualifications. Sometimes they don't come across anything to do out there. They come into the desert and delta, you know, you, you, you come as you are, and mm -hmm. when you leave, you have like all the qualifications that, you, that you, you needed. As much as you show interest in what you want to do, the Desert and Delta will help you um, gain the, the qualification that you want. We have so many people who have come from lower, lower grounds doing nothing. And at the moment as we speak, they are managers because they have shown the interest in whatever they were doing. So this is in Delta is actually opening up hands to anybody who is interested in the in tourism industry. And they will train you to be whoever you want to do. And uh, most of the people that are working in here, in our camps or in our, in our lodges, we have our families out there. They're not only looking after us, they give us the opportunity to work in these camps. Remember in our culture, as a woman, as a woman, if I find a job, 
um, the, the, the salary or the benefits that I will get from my work, that goes back again to my family. So most of the women that are working in Desert and Delta, they're actually helping out, you know, out there in their families. So working for a company like this, it's actually a privilege. And um, I always say, um, this is one of those few companies that we have. They are there for the people. And as long as you believe in yourself, this is the right company to come and work for. Fantastic. So all it takes is a little bit of self-belief and you yes. can become the first female guide in Botswana, right? There you em go. <laughs> empowered by Desert and Delta Safaris. So it's a fantastic story. It's wonderful. Um, yes. Once, one of the things you just mentioned there was, you know, people may come up to you and say, oh, you're Florence Cahiso, you know, you're the first female guide in Botswana. This is an amazing story. Perhaps you can you know, maybe take a selfie or get an autograph or these kinds of things. Um, and this is a hugely important thing, and uh, kind of talking <laughs> about uh, empowerment and talking about sustainability is education yes. for young people is getting people excited, getting people interested. Uh, mm -hmm. So perhaps we could talk a little bit about that flow in terms of um, what advice would you give to somebody who's starting out in the industry, or maybe somebody who's come from a similar background and wants to become a female guide or wants to become a, a manager, particularly somebody who, who might be a woman who wants to become a manager in the travel and tourism industry, what advice would you give to, to young folk today? Oh, thank you very much for that one. Um, I always say to them, um, believe in yourself. Okay. First, Perfect. believe in yourself and believe that you can do it. Mm -hmm. When I talk to them, I would say, okay, I started as an at an early, early, early stage. And I have faith in myself. I believed in myself. And going out there, finding the right company, that is very, very important. And um, I always say to them, you can become whatever you want to, <laughs> as long as you have faith. So for me, um, I, I always tell them that if I made it through up to where I am today, you, can do the same. Someone once told me that. I wanted to do the Mokoro activity. And they said, you as a woman, you cannot do the polling. The one thing I was afraid of is to do the Mokoro activity. Mm -hmm. And this guy told me that you cannot do this, you cannot do this. And I was like, okay, if he can do the Mokoro, why can't I do it? The first time I went into Mokoro, um, uh, duck out canoe I fell into the water and that was actually more like an inspirational to me <laughs> after I fell I was like okay this is what I'm going to do so I did that mukoro and I'm perfect in polling at the moment so I always tell the young girls or the young women that if I did that you can also do the same if I've managed to go into guiding you can also do the same if you want to be a manager, you can as a woman. I always tell them that now we are living in a changing environment. We cannot stay in those old, old memories of our parents. They will, they, during the olden days or in our culture, they will tell you that a woman has to be at home and take care of children. Well, that is our culture. But if you believe in yourself, you know you can break that. You can still have a family and do what you want to do. So I always tell them that, you know what, you can do what you want to do as long as you have faith in yourself, believe in yourself.
and find the right company. Mm, wonderful. You were talking about yeah. the, the Mokoro, the Mokoro um, experience. Mokoro, perhaps Mokoro. you could, for people listening, perhaps you could elaborate a little bit on what that entails. What's What does that include? Okay. Mokoro activity is a duckout canoe. So whereby two people, let's say if you have two guests, two will be sitting on a duckout canoe. And then we have a polar standing at the back and polling. Um, it's more like kayaki for you, for you guys. So you'll be polling that duckout canoe into the reeds, into the papyrus. So normally it's one of the best activities that we offer in, in some of our camps. So you go out there, no engine, nothing, but you are the engine to pull that. So you go out, you see those little tiny things that you miss whenever you are using a vehicle or a boat. So on a Mokoro activity, you will see everything like at a lower level seeing those little tiny frogs, those little tiny flowers in the water, listening to the um, birds singing into the reeds, into the papyrus. That's one of the, the best activities that you can do in one of uh, our camps. That's fantastic. So it's called the Mokoro experience. Am I pronouncing Mokoro, that correctly? Yes. And yes, it's, Mokoro, again, as you yes. say, it seems like the perfect example of feeling the peace, feeling the oneness with nature, really understanding it on a different level. That's that's correct. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going to put one extra question in flow because I think we've got a tiny little bit more time, and I'd love to know your kind okay. of personal thoughts on this. What's okay? If if I could only do one experience with yourself, if I can only do one thing when I'm in the Chobe Game Lodge, for example, what would it be? Mm -hmm. What would you recommend as the one thing that I have to do if I'm visiting you? Okay. If that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you visit the Chobe Game Lodge, the one thing you should not miss is the Chobe Sunset Cruise. Wow. You get into those um, electric boats. They're very, very quiet. They have solar panels. You go out, gliding above the Chobe waters into the park. And then you see all those elephants coming down to drink. They come in heads, different heads, coming into the river to drink. As soon as they come down, you can feel the peace. They come in, they start swimming in the water. They can come as close to you, like as you are to me. They get closer to you. They come around the boat. They play in the water as if you are not there because those boats are very, 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 very quiet. So that's one thing, one thing you shouldn't miss when you visit Chobe Game Lodge. Fantastic. So the Chobe Game Lodge Sunset Cruise. Sunset oh, wow. Cruise. Uh, yes. uh, I don't know about the folks listening, but I'm ready for a trip to Botswana, to be honest. It sounds absolutely <laughs> absolutely magical in fact i guess yeah. on that note on that note if, we, if people are you know out there and are listening and are interested in visiting flow and the team at the chobe game lodge and desert and delta safaris they can go yeah. to desertdelta.com that's their website desertdelta.com the website yeah. for desert and delta safaris they are celebrating 40 years this year and as i say they've brought out a book which is called the people of botswana through tourism our journey together and it certainly yeah. sounds flow. It sounds like your journey with them has, has been quite a remarkable one. 
I guess that is just about all we have time for, unfortunately. I, I'm loving talking to you, Florence. I, I wish we could have a little bit longer, but it's been uh, it's been a pleasure learning a little bit about yourself and your story and uh, mm-hmm. Botswana in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody, you've been listening to Florence Cajiso, the first ever female guide in Botswana. Thank you so much for joining us today, Flo. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank Thank you. you. And looking forward to host some of you out there. When you come here, we'll be ready to take you out in the wild. I I can't wait, actually. I need to go and book a trip to Botswana (laughs) right now. Uh, We say, (laughs) Kela Bochama, Flo. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Journey podcast, which is available at journeymag.com. That's J-R-N-Y-M-A-G.com or wherever you usually access your podcasts. I'm Sai Wilmore. Thanks again to Florence and thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.